Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Wednesday, November 14. I am in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I'm Becky Delavera. Welcome to Daily Are Walk. Are you really? Yes, and I am. I am not here either. No, you're, <laughs> you're in like Sydney, Australia. I am. I am. So yeah. this is kind of we're great that in, we are somewhere else while we're here. Not in Colorado. While we're here yeah, right now. It's pretty exciting. Not. This is great. I love Nebraska. I'm super psyched to be here. What's Nebraska? No, I'm kidding. What, what's I have, Nebraska? It's I have some friends. I have some friends. East. I have some friends. I'm teasing them. It's okay. It's good. They know. They know what I'm talking about. All right. So uh, let's. Uh, yeah. Let's do this. Let me pray. Um, okay. Did I, my name is Jafet the Oliveira. I didn't say that. No, my it's bad. Okay. okay. Heavenly Father, just uh, great to call in your name. Always wonderful to call in your name. Always wonderful, Lord, to be able to reflect on uh, on who you are and what you've called us to. And thank you for this moment right now, middle of this week, everything that's going on. Uh, even though we're far apart from each other in different places, reflecting on ministry and things that you've asked us to do, we ask God for a blessing on this particular moment, on this passage as we go back into it. Uh, give us good insights and uh, thinking of our communities and our families at large. Uh, Lord, may, may the names that are recognized inside here be a practice in our own lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All righty. New Testament for everyone today. Yeah, I love Romans this version. Romans 16. Subheading, commending Phoebe, greeting friends. Let me introduce to you our sister Phoebe. She's a deacon in the church at Sancrei. I want, to w- I want you to welcome her in the Lord as is proper for one of God's people. Please give her whatever practical assistance she may need from you. She has been a benefactor to many people, myself included. Greet Prisca and Aquila, my fellow workers in King Jesus. They put their lives on the line for me. It isn't only me, but all the Gentile churches that owe them a debt of gratitude. Greet the church in their house as well. Greet my dear Epenetus. He was the first fruits of the Messiah's harvest in Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. Greet Adronicus and Junia, my relatives and fellow prisoners, who are well known among the apostles and who were in the Messiah before I was. Greet Epleatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in the Messiah, and my dear Stachys. Greet Apelles, who has proved his worth to the Messiah. Greet the people from the Aristobulus household. Greet my relative Herodian. Greet those in the Lord who belong to the household of Narcissus. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, who have worked hard in the Lord. Greet dear Persis, who has done a great deal of work in the Lord. Greet Rufus, one of the Lord's chosen, and also his mother, my mother too, in effect. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Patrobus, Hermas, and the family with them. Greet Philologus and Julia, Nereus and his sister, Olympus too, and all God's people who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the Messiah's churches send you greetings. I just had an epiphany. Oh, yeah? The Pacific Union Conference does a weekly video program called All God's People. And I'll bet you anything this is where they got that title. Oh, you'd love to ask them. I'll bet it comes from this chapter. That's All God's awesome. people. Yeah, uh, Connie Jeffrey um, does that. You'll have to find out. You'll have to fantastic. find out now. That's really cool. And I wonder if it's actually from this translation as well. I wonder. 
Yeah. All right, so here's the question for today, which is this. What role does sacrifice play in your journey of following Jesus? What role does sacrifice play in your journey of following Jesus? Um, before I dive into that question, actually, I just wanted to highlight something that I, I picked up on because I, as as you said, that she has been a benefactor to many people, myself included. This is talking about Phoebe. I have this really great little quote here from uh, N.T. Wright, and it happens to be that N.T. Wright is the one who translated the New Testament for everyone, the version we read today. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is what he says, to be called a benefactor was a great honor. Indeed, the emperor himself claimed to be the state's supreme benefactor, and Phoebe was clearly a person of substance and leadership. She was mo- she was almost certainly going to Rome on business on her own account, and it's a matter of great significance that it's to her that Paul entrusted the delivery of this letter. Hmm. Isn't that great? Yeah, I was going to say something. It, it's kind of a critique thing of Paul, uh, oh, which oh. I have been known to do. Really? <laughs> but if Paul were here, I would say something complimentary to him about his letter, but since he's not, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it'd be a waste of my time. Um, no, I was noticing that, that what's kind of odd about it is he's complimentary, but not in a very specific way. Mm. And it, it's the kind of compliment that I tend to not like. Remember, we used to know someone who would always say, you're just so super... You're such a super duper creative special lady. And I really just, I feel like, okay, you don't, you just want to say something nice to me, but you don't know know what to say. So I'm just a super neato lady person (laughs) thing. But this, it's all, well, he, he did something great and she did something pretty cool. But what? What did they do? What did they do that was like, if I wanted to use this as a model for how to, could I be someone who, Paul would single out. I would not know where to start because I don't know what it is any of these people actually did other than one of them saved him or put their lives yeah, on the line for him. True. I know that. But the rest of them just have done something good or proven their worth or worked hard or like, it's like okay. The, it's I don't, like the I don't Golden know. Globes. I mean. Well, you know specifically what that is. You get it for cinematography. No, no, no or when for, you're thanking people. Uh, most people. Like, I like to thank my mom, my dad, and my cat, and my dog, and well, you mentioned sometimes old people. people say, "I'd like to thank them for offering me the script. I'd like uh, to thank <laughs> them for staying up and reading my lines with me." People say specific things, and they, I think he does. For I'd a like few to of them. thank the people for voting for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think he does. You for can few think of, them. of what? Yeah, he does yeah. for a few of them, but just not all of them. I can't tell whether that's because he doesn't really know what maybe, they did, but he wants to point out that they're special. Maybe it takes a little bit of study into these names to find out who they are. Maybe. And that would take require some study inside there. That anyway, could, we should move it. on from that because okay. I, I could... What role does sacrifice play in your journey of following Jesus? Okay, is the idea that these people all sacrificed, you know, Yeah, they, they all did in some shape or line. form. Uh, I mean, obviously there are a couple of people here who uh, were not part of that, but majority of them... For all that. I'd sacrifice something. Major, um, major sacrifice in that way. Um, I don't know. That's such a hard question to answer I, because I, there's I, no way to answer it without sounding incredibly smug and kind of self-serving. I think the other the other line as well, the other thought inside here is that, you know, when you think about uh, when you think about sacrifice and you think about following Jesus, um, it's nothing really compared to all that God is doing for us as well. And so there's that other the other flip side of that because he Paul does talk about, you know, don't boast in anything and, and yet... Sure, and I mean, I'm even thinking about the fact that, you know, everyone, we all do sacrifice things in our relationships, for instance, but mm-hmm. we don't tend to think of it as, oh, I've made such a big sacrifice. Mm. You know, because usually if you love someone, if you, you know, you're, you're kind of yoked together in some way, you don't yeah. necessarily, 
keep tabs on who's making the sacrifices. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something a little unhealthy about that. I think that's the key of a person who's actually in the kind of like the best place possible. And, And in the book Tribal Leadership, they talk about five levels of leadership. And when you get to level four and level fives where you're in a kind of like the nonprofits and the people who are really visionary live in that zone, they, they flip between four and five all the time. Uh-huh. And they say that they actually are not worried about anyone else. They're really worried about the, they enjoy the vision. They're not like, they're not competitive. They're yeah. just enjoying serving. Yeah. And, and when you are in a space where you actually are so focused on, on what you're called to, uh, you you kind of like survive so much, you know. Well, I just I think I don't ever want to be the kind of person who feels that I've sacrificed a lot. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. There's just something a bit icky to me about that. I don't know. I think I think it. Uh, I, I there have been moments in my life where I felt like I have done some things that I go, oh man, I, I've done a lot, right, and uh, sacrificed a lot. And then I think what happens is that when you start to go into that space. I feel for myself that actually it's a negative space. Yeah, you yeah. get a martyr complex. Yes, and, it's not you know, healthy. It doesn't go in a good You're direction. You're actually not starting to think about what God's called you to or what life is about, and you become, actually, I think you end up becoming selfish. Well, I think the key to being, I don't know, sacrificial or whatever, is to try as much as you can to focus on other things outside of yourself, and then I think that... But happens I think that's naturally actually, without having to Maybe feel. that's what the question is actually pulling us into more yeah. than at... That yeah. maybe you should just tr- focus on things other than yourself. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people give that as advice. If you want to be happy, yeah. you should focus le- less on yourself. Yeah. And I like that. And more I like on that other things, that, more on doing things. That moves you out of, of being selfish. Yeah. And before you know it, you actually are happy and you're not mm-hmm. thinking about it all no, the time. That's true. So let me repeat the question one more time. Uh, what does uh, What role does sacrifice play in your journey of following Jesus? Think about that. Talk to your friends about that. Uh, look after each other. Live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.